Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm Tracy Barnett, your host and narrator. Heroes, this week we have a brand new series for you. Today, Jeff Stormer begins bringing to you Doing the Job. Doing the Job is a Descended from the Queen game that is based around the idea of a professional wrestling show, except you're all booked for the show and you're not booked to win. It is a wonderful set of questions. The cast that Jeff assembled for this one shot is just supremely great. All fans of wrestling, all great, great performers, and just they really embody their characters so well. They introduce themselves far better than I ever could. So let's get to the show. Well, hello, heroes. Uh, let's go ahead and meet our players for this week. I guess starting with me because uh, uh, James is not here today. My name is Jeff, uh, Jeff Stormer. I'm a podcaster, game designer, and the unofficial official LARP designer of the Olive Garden Restaurant. I am the <laughs> co-host of All My Fantasy Children on the One Shot Podcast Network. It is a character creation, storytelling, and world-building podcast. With my best friend, Aaron Catano Saez, we take listener-submitted prompts and spin them into fantasy characters. But for the purposes of this recording, I am also the designer of Doing the Job, which is a professional wrestling descended from the Queen game that we will be playing through about a group of wrestlers who have been booked to participate in, but not to win, a prestigious wrestling tournament. Uh, and last but not least, my pronouns are he, his. I will throw it over to, going alphabetical by first names, I will throw it over to Fabby. Fabby, how you doing today? I always get the alphabetical by first. Damn, my my choice <laughs> to choose a name well enough. Hi, I'm doing good. You're good? You're good? I'm glad. Um, yeah. Talk to us about, uh, talk to us, uh, give us your name, pronouns, uh, yeah. and, uh, a favorite match, a favorite wrestler, a favorite wrestling thing, as well as any projects that you've got that you want the audience at home to know about. Yeah, my name is Fabi Garza. I am a... Uh, Mexican-American transwoman and game designer and podcaster. I have written for games such as Pathfinder and uh, Starfinder and Hardwire Island. And I've also, I'm the voice of uh, characters in Eidolon Playtest, which is like a JoJo Persona-inspired actual play. I'm in Moon Harbor Heroes, which is a teen superhero actual play. And I'm also uh, one of the cast members of season two of Otherware, also a teen superhero show, but more like in the next, not X-Files, Exiles, more than Exiles sort of way, dimension hopping. My pronouns are she, her. My favorite match is probably Chuck Taylor versus Robert Evans from Chikara from years ago. Oh, classic. Uh, is that, are you talking about the one where they, they you get slammed into the painting? Yes. Yes. Classic. A Maybe classic. the best comedy match ever? One of the funniest pieces of professional wrestling it's that I've ever so seen. So good. Oh, he I, gets stuck in the he gets stuck in the ceiling. Yes, no. Pe- people start shouting, please be careful. Uh, <laughs> it's great. It, it's it's great. great. I I love that match. Like I I love all types of wrestling, but comedy wrestling when done right is so wonderful and beautiful and funny. I can't remember any other thing you asked me. So uh, that's pretty much it. You got it exactly. Uh, you've hit oh, yeah. all of the things. Uh, I'm so excited. Uh, we have not played together in a long time, and I'm really excited to to fix that. Yeah, I'm excited. Last time we played together, it was a wrestling game. I was using different name and pronouns. So that's right. It's been uh, a while. It has been. It has been too long, and I need to be better about that. All right, let's go ahead and throw it next over to uh, our good friend Jess. 
Hi there. I'm Jess. I'm Jess Kuczynski. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, and he, him. Do you want me to go right into my spiel? Yeah, go into your spiel and then give us a, a wrestling <laughs> thing that you like. Of course. I'm an illustrator and generally a cool gamer gremlin. I illustrate for the Courier's Call here on the network, and I draw lots of cool, fun things, but mostly you can find me on Twitter at AngryArtist113, knitting a lot because I don't have much time to do artwork outside of uh, my day job. But um, one of my favorite wrestling things every time I'm asked uh, is usually just talking to the moon and back about negative one in the Dark Order. If you aren't a wrestling fan out there, listener, you gotta you gotta look into negative one in the Dark <laughs> Order because it is the greatest thing that has ever been given to wrestling. This crown prince, this little nine-year-old boy who owns a faction and just runs it like a little god is the best thing ever. <laughs> and if you only ever watch one thing, go to AEW's YouTube channel and watch Negative One's birthday fight. A man goes through a cake. It is astonishing. It will make your day. Every single time. Like, wrestling cake, like, cakes in professional wrestling is, like, the greatest. It is my favorite. It is my favorite Chekhov's gun because, like, you know somebody's <laughs> going, you know somebody's going through it or it's going in somebody's face. And it, somehow, despite knowing that, it's never not satisfying. I just, like, it's my favorite part. I love seeing a cake <laughs> at the ring. You know what's going to happen. You know, you know, and you know it's going to be great. Like, there's, I've never seen one where I went, like, that was disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> but that's me. All right. Uh, and last but certainly not least, we have Taylor. Hello, friends. My name is Taylor LaBrush. I use he, him pronouns, and I am the head of Riverhouse Games. Riverhouse Games, weird queer tabletop. You can find us online at riverhousegames.itch.io. Everything that I do outside of the games is pretty much on an unannounced hiatus right now, uh, including Game Closet, an informal chat show with queer and LGBT plus folks in tabletop RPGs, the RSS Defiant, which is Four friends with two missions. The first is to have fun. The second is to objectively rank every single episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. <laughs> I'm sure that there's other stuff that I'm uh, not mentioning uh, or forgetting. Um, I do want to call out if people are interested in a specific game to go check out from the Riverhouse Games catalog. Uh, that would be This is a Game About Fishing, which is a queer, eco-punk, belonging-outside-belonging-inspired game, which features writing from one Fabi Garza, uh, who is wow, included on this call. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. How did you do that? Master probably start stop using your Google account to put all my drafts. <laughs> really need to change that. It, admittedly it also didn't help that you did write this draft for this is a game about fishing. Like, you know, it, it, I guess it's it's probably flattering yeah. to have someone making fan work, but to do it on Taylor's <laughs> Google account probably raised <laughs> some concerns. It wasn't fan work. I was trying to. I was trying to make a knockoff game. Oh, Taylor yeah, just fair. took that wholesale. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, it, it's very. It's a very good game, and Fabi's writing for it is incredible. My, it is a very good game. Yeah, thank you. I have kind of a weird answer for my favorite match because it's a tie, uh, and I will never uh, put any any brain cell into figuring out which is the better of these two because they're both uh, perfect matches in my opinion. Content warnings for blood and violence for them if you go and seek them out. The first is Billy Dixon versus AJ Gray at uh, Effie's Big Gay Brunch. It was the first time where deathmatch wrestling like clicked in my mind and I went, wow, this is something. 
and it, it sent me down the spiral uh, to now where deathmatch wrestling is my favorite genre of wrestling. The second is a like six-way tie between every single match on the card for Fear the Gay Agenda, which was an event that No Peace Underground put together, um, booked by Effie and Mike Perro, which is a big giant middle finger to every straight wrestling fan who has been complaining about queer wrestlers. It is very violent, very bloody, and it culminates in a last daddy standing match between Effie and Pero, where Pero sends Effie through a flaming glass table. It's wild, it's violent, it is a piece of queer literature on par with like a normal heart or angels in America or <laughs> you know, like it's it's among the greats. <laughs> it is legitimately it is iconic. It is it is legitimately a work of art top to bottom. Like, I, I it is hard. I, it is it is kind of bizarre to describe an event so so drenched in blood as like made with love. But it truly yeah. is. You can feel the you can feel the love and passion in every moment of every match on that card. Yeah, it's it's and it's also just like a spectacularly angry piece of art too. Again, like content warnings. Additionally, for fear the gay agenda, uh, it starts out with a a very brutal supercut of politicians and faith leaders uh, decrying the quote unquote gay agenda. So it sets you up with with hate and and passion in your heart, and then proceeds to give you uh, like three hours of catharsis with people beating each other up. Oh yeah, it's good shit. It's good shit. It, there's no way yeah. to put it. Like <laughs> wrestling is my favorite thing in the world. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Spe- and on that note, I think that it's time for us to play like a cool game about professional wrestling. Yeah. So we are going to be playing Doing the Job, which is a game about people who lose, but not about losers. It is professional wrestling descended from the queen. Like I said earlier, it is a game about a group of wrestlers booked to participate in, but to lose a prestigious wrestling tournament. We will take turns answering questions about our experiences, our feelings towards the other wrestlers, and how we view the person destined to win the Queen's Cup tournament at the end of the night. When all is said and done, it is up to us to decide, was the pain of losing and the pain that we put our bodies through worth the experience of being here? This is a Descended from the Queen game, so we have what is a virtual stack of cards here in front of us, which is to say a screen with prompts that we will be clicking through. <laughs> it's just like having a deck of cards in front of us, but also kind of like a, like a workplace personality <laughs> screening. Though how you res- and, and much like a workplace personality test, how you respond to the to the game is part of the game. Yeah, <laughs> I look forward to getting fired from this job. Yeah, Yay. yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I wonder what piece of copyrighted music will randomly start playing from the speakers. <laughs> We're gonna we will cut halfway through to a very badly staged news report. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah, so we have a thing here. So um the rules of the game, the specifics of the game will be prompted to us as we play through it. So um if everyone is ready, I will read the first card and we'll just follow through that same uh that same alphabetical by first name order. So I will go first. So we'll do Jeff, Fabby, Jess, and Taylor. And I'll put that in the chat. Perfect. So we'll follow that order. We'll answer questions in that circle and then kind of uh keep moving through that as we go. Is that does that make sense to everybody? Hell yeah. Sounds All good. All right. Take turns reading the following cards out loud. <laughs> Sunday, 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 at the Ronalds County Combatorium. Ronalds County Wrestling presents the Queen's Cup Tournament. 
The Queen of Pain, Letitia Chains, is retiring after 35 years in the business. In her honor, RCW is holding a 16-person invitational tournament. You have been booked to participate in the tournament. You have not been booked to win the tournament. To begin, look through the champion cards and choose who'll win the Queen's Cup. So we have them. We have them here in front of us. I have uh, put together a deck of eighteen wrestler names, and two uh, two of them have photos, and the others will eventually have <laughs> photos. But uh, pick a name that feels right for the person that will win the the tournament at the end of the night. I'm in love. I'm in love with Preston Changeo. I love this gentleman magician. <laughs> I also love. Here's the thing. I am an absolute sucker for magicians. <laughs> Feels very good. I am comfortable. If depend if Fabian Taylor, depending on how you feel, I am comfortable declaring that this magician is gonna win this tournament. Well, as you know, I hate magician. No, it's- <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing yeah. to lose a fight, but <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Let's. There's not enough magician wrestlers in general. Frankly, correct, bold, and we should be saying it more often. Mm-hmm. It is true. All I uh, you you will get no disagreement here from me. <laughs> So at the end of the so at the end of the the night, Preston Changeo, gentleman magician, will be winning the <laughs> Queen's Cup tournament, which is immediately very funny to me. And I really want to know more about like one of the things that I love about Descending from the Queen Games is like looking is like at this moment knowing that we're gonna learn more about who this person is. <laughs> and I have so many questions about Preston Changeo. <laughs> Taylor, why don't you read this card and then we'll talk about our characters. The wrestlers depicted on the other champion cards may appear in the tournament, or you can make up your own wrestlers. Now, I believe we all have thoughts on the wrestlers that we're going to be playing, so why don't we go around and talk about the the characters in kind of brief terms, and then we'll kind of start to flesh out over the course of the game, like, what we're doing here, a little bit of our behind-the-scenes lives, and how we relate to the other wrestlers at the table. Would anyone like to go first? I can if if no one else is feeling like uh, jumping in. I would love to go first go because for I want to tell you about Peaches the Clown. I'm so excited. Bless. Wrestling wrestling is not complete if there's not a clown. <laughs> I don't see nearly enough clowns in wrestling, but Orange Cassidy is clown representation. I will not be taking questions at this time. Um, but, Pe- <laughs> but Peaches is, a, is basically the combination of rodeo clown and party clown. Because every time you get into the into the ring, you fight in a bull and you will not win. <laughs> uh, and that's Peaches. Breathtaking. I am playing Freelance Freddy Uberlift. Freelance is... Uh, God. <laughs> Freelance God. is here is here for the paycheck and, and kind of he- and, and here for nothing else, you know? The gig economy is tough. Sometimes you're sometimes you're driving a cab. Sometimes you're uh, sometimes you're suplexing somebody. The important thing is that I'm here to get five stars. And if that means I walk out of here with a belt, then I'm walking out of here with a belt. Jeff, <laughs> that's perfection. I am playing Gabriella Darkness Gottfield, oh, aka good. the God Trans Garfield. She loves lasagnas, hates Mondays, will break your heart. And you're back. Bless. Incredible. Perfection. She's we a masked wrestler, by the way. Just putting that out here. She, her outfit is mm. uh, blacks, oranges, and pinks. And she has a, a cat mask, uh, a nice lucha mask that's like a black and orange cat. 
with eyeliner, of course. I feel like mm-hmm. the energy that we've all brought is is breathtaking. <laughs> <laughs> and I am going to be playing at T.A. Mac, otherwise known as the Lavender Terror. He is a heel. He's a gay panic themed heel. So he is like very oiled up. He He's just got like these tiny little booty short trunks. There's the the queer triangle on the crotch, and then on his ass is like a lip print. <laughs> so when he comes out before his music, like he he's edited the MP3 that he sends to every booker, and it starts with just like a quick little <laughs> clip from Community when the dean comes out with like his chainsaw and yells "Gay marriage," and then it cuts into his his entrance theme. <laughs> so he he's very like satirical like he's he's more over the top and and kind of plays off of some of those stereotypes uh of like things that people are afraid of uh with queer people but that said and even though he tries his hardest to be a heel he's one of those heels that's like super over so when he comes out everyone cheers for him uh and he gets he gets mock frustrated and he when he gets into the ring he yells like oh this is so embarrassing for you cheering for me i don't god I don't want to be cheered for by you <laughs> folks. Oh. And it, it's it's a very fun time. That rips. That rips. <laughs> He's uh, like a <laughs> combination of uh, a few of my favorite wrestlers, Badger Briggs, Riley Jackson, Brooke Valentine, and uh, Billy Dixon. <laughs> that makes me super, super happy. Uh, we, I feel like I feel like we're done. I think we're good. Yeah. yeah right. Did it in one. Recordings. I think we got it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Cut. Cut print. We booked the show. Yeah, we did yeah, it. All I, right. I feel bad that I didn't describe Ooh, yes. the rest of Godfield's outfit. And it's, you know, it's very basic. Black wrestling boots, uh, fishnet tights, like a black skirt, a shirt that says uh, lasagna mm. with like a pink <laughs> heart. Uh, and, uh, mm. and of course, like a choker. <laughs> Amazing. Fuck. <laughs> Set the card that says one, two, three, aside for now. Also, while I'm here, her theme song Plus. is Manic Monday, but before it starts, do you just do you just get like a clip of the old Garfield show <laughs> where he says he hates Mondays and then it switches to Manic Monday? I am sha- <laughs> I am shaken by how much I love this. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking just incredible top to bottom right <laughs> this card is stacked this is, and, and there's a magician like really <laughs> like, i want to go incredible I've already, you've already sold me a ticket to this show <laughs> yeah <sighs> fabby go ahead and read the next card shuffle the prompt cards and place them in the middle of the table place the one two three card towards the middle of the shorter for a shorter game and towards the bottom for a longer game After reading the instruction cards, continue clockwise with the prompt cards. Read the card out loud and then answer however you like. There are other wrestlers in the tournament, but when a card says who here, it refers to the wrestlers represented by players at the table. When a card refers to the champion, it refers to the person booked to win the Queen's Cup at the end of the show. So press to change it. Yes, gentleman magician. (laughs) (laughs) The other players can ask you questions or make suggestions on your turn, but it's your call whether to include them. 
If you encounter a question you don't want included, throw the X by making an X with your arms or saying throw the X. That content is removed from the game. If you draw a card removed this way, simply redraw. You may throw the X on a card that you drew. You may also pass by handing a card to the next player and saying, I'd like you to answer this. Prompts may be passed around the table until someone throws an X. Continue playing, passing, and Xing until the 1, 2, 3 card is drawn. Each player answers the question, and then the game ends. The player who wishes to do so can draw the first question card. Jess, would you, would you like to draw the first question card, or would you like to go back to me? Oh, beans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll draw the first question card. All right. Who here has heat on you? What did you do to deserve this? Oh, baby. Kicking things off with a... With a, with a mm-hmm. Kicking the, things off. Pumping the gas out the gate. <laughs> oh, man, let's see. I think... <laughs> I, I think... I think Peaches has heat with with TA Mac because I think it would be very funny if they built it up heat from uh, from being matched up against each other at one point, and mm. just Peaches isn't taking it nearly seriously enough. Not nearly yeah. seriously enough. Like it is a joke to be to be matched up against Peaches. Mm-hmm. There's. There's a thing, I'm going to pitch this to you, Jess. Of course. Uh, there's a thing that I love about the local scene here in the Twin Cities where it's like there's four or five or six different promotions and they all kind of draw on the same talent because like everybody's local. And so the, you get a lot of matches where it's like this is the first time for this promotion that these two wrestlers have fought, but they they have like a match history that's dozens of matches mm-hmm. long. That I kind of like that kind of energy for this, if that's okay. Oh yeah, I love that. Hell yeah! And like sometimes we're we're tag team partners. Sometimes we're like booked on the same side, but here we're booked uh, as as rivals. Mm-hmm. I I love that. That's fantastic. <laughs> Next card then is for Taylor. Hell yeah! What event are you missing to be here, and how do you feel about that? Oh, goodness. Uh, I think that there is, like, there's a larger promotion that's, I think, maybe on TV. This is the, like, AEW with the serial numbers filed off. And they are, they're doing a big pay-per-view on the other side of the country. So, like, wherever we, like, if we're in every town USA, they are, like, in Macon, Georgia, or, like, Providence, Maine, or, or like, Seattle or something. And T.A. Mack, like, had a big fight with the billionaire owner of this company and was like, no, listen, like, I don't care if you have to drop my contract. I'm going to be at this tournament because this is where I started. And it's drawn, like, real life heat in that that. company. So he's kind of, like, scared, like, if if he doesn't make a good showing here, like, it, is it all for nothing? Like, it, am I going to have a job with healthcare after this? That, that kicks ass. That kicks ass. My question. You trained at the dojo with the champion. What advice did they give you in the early days that stuck with you? What, advice, what meaningful advice did I get from Presto <laughs> Changeo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that it, it's, it's, it's gimmick is everything, right? Like it is, mm. it is, if you can, if you can find a shtick that works, that the, like, then, then kind of never, never drop that thing. Like it is, you know, Presto Changeo was someone that, 
bounced around from a few different things and when they when they when when the when the magic thing kind of caught like they just happened to be good at close-up magic and they were <laughs> like look you find a thing that that the crowd likes and then like you know you 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 make the most of that like it might not always be the thing that you want it to be but if but if the crowd is here for it like that is that is kind of you kind of have to you kind of have to chase them as opposed to like as opposed like and it's not necessarily the right advice. It's not maybe not maybe not the best advice, but <laughs> like it has worked so thoroughly for Presto that like I kind of can't ignore it. Mm. I see this I see this man who is a full-on stage magician <laughs> and I I know that he is going to win this tournament and the crowd is going to absolutely lose their minds and I'm like I I guess <laughs> I I guess that's what you got to do. All right. I'll go with it. <laughs> Next question is for Fabby. Who here was supposed to lose to you until they complained to management? <gasps> that's oh, good. that's good. Juicy. Oh my god. Oh, this is a good one. There's some there's some heat on this ball. Mm-hmm. I think it was Freelance Freddy. Mm. Mm-hmm. I I think I think I, is Freelance Freddy a face or a heel? Um, I think a face face feels right. I think uh, Godfield is also a face, and there was supposed to be like a uh, you know like a a fun a fun like face versus face match, kind of comedy ish, you know. And uh, I was supposed to go over, and you just were like, "I'm not losing to fucking God Garfield." No, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Damn! Damn! Okay. All right, we can play that. Am way. I wrong? You no, no, I no. That feels that feels great, and I, I, I'm, 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 I'm learning about Freddy now, and I'm, I'm, I've got to admit, I, I like what I see, and I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> All right, next question is for Jess. Woo. Who here have you had a long storied rivalry <laughs> rivalry with? Are you ready for your final match tonight? Oh man, I mean, we we did we did kind of already set this up for me. <laughs> A little bit. A little bit. So I kind of, I think I want to pass this one over. Hell yeah. Who, who are you passing it to? I think I want to pass it to you with Freddy, because I really want to know what Freelance Freddy's, like, I, deep so, rivalry's so, so I, got. I, I, have a, I have an answer to this, and, me, and this, kind of, this kind of flows nicely with the previous question, and also sets up a question that I want to throw over to, to Taylor. I think T.A. Mac and... Freddie have had like a have had like a, a a kind of um like one-upsmanship rivalry where like 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 of that that you know the vein of like of like mm. we're both putting like who who's the better athlete who's better put at putting on the show I think that we've had a lot of those matches where mm-hmm. it's like we're putting on a show to get like we're like who is who is who is able to be the more dazzling like performer in the ring and like I think that because you've been in this, you, you've been on TV and I have not, like, I see this show, the one that you are at, I'm not gonna get another chance at, like, fa- at facing you and really kind of getting to give the fans this coda. And so when I hear that I'm losing to God Garfield, I'm like, no, absolutely not. Like, the, like I'm not, I'm not, like, I'm not gonna get another chance. Like, we have been building this story together for so long. I'm not... I don't want to give that up, like, you know, I don't want to give that up to for, for kind of a nothing, kind of a nothing handshake loss. Like, you have to put me in the ring 
with TA Max so that we can tell so that we can kind of put mm. the put the touch on this story uh, since we don't know when the next time we'll be in a ring together is. And so um mm-hmm. I want to ask mm-hmm. I want to ask you Taylor does does TA Mac feel like this is feel like this might be like the last match between like you know what I mean does this this how final how final does this show feel to TA Mac I think this definitely feels very final and I'm like I'm running with the ball that I set up with the like I'm in trouble with my big billionaire dollar booker and being like if I if I don't know the future, this could be the last time I wrestle because in mm. theory this guy could could end my career uh, in the business. And so uh, I I think this is T A Mac giving it his all, especially against Freelance Freddy, and like really trying to pull that, out that the stops. I, I and I love that that means that we're we're going into this thinking it's a it's a final match for very different reasons. That's real good. Yeah. Mm. Um. Oh. So. I believe because Jess passed, this question goes to Taylor. How big is the crowd tonight? How many are here to see you? Yeah, I'm I'm running with this one little story beat. Uh, I think the crowd is like, it's big for an indie show, but it's still like small compared to what most people would think of when they think of professional wrestling. Because like you, you think of it and you see like these arenas that like WWE or AEW or WCW like packed. But this is like a 300, 350 person uh, show in like in like the auditorium. There was someone, I can't remember who, there was a show that AEW did with, I think it was Alan Angels, where it's like, they mentioned that he was in the venue that he graduated mm-hmm. high school in. <laughs> and I, I like that, even though it's definitely like a tenth of the size of that crowd. But it's like, it's very much like there's risers that have been pulled out. There's like 350 or so people. A good chunk are there to see TA Mac. Uh, just because like they've seen him on TV and that's what got them like hooked onto this local promotion. But I think uh, definitely the largest amount are are here to see. Um, oh boy, I forgot her name. The the person who we're doing the, queen. the show for. Yeah, the queen. Uh, the queen of chains, Letitia. Uh, the queen of pain, Letitia Chains. Yes. Yeah. The the I think the majority are here to see the queen I, of pain. I, I like Letitia that. Chains. I like that. Like yeah. Like like a lot of people. A lot of like area wrestling fans are like showing up because like they remember seeing Letitia like on a show at some point you know what I mean like it's one of those things of like like Mm -hmm. somebody's got an old PWI magazine that's got like an old black and white picture of Letitia just like you know bashing somebody's head in and it's like like just some you know those old grimy (laughs) like gruesome looking old black and white photos like and they're like oh (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's yeah. a real and like local like, hero oh, wait, oh, show fly. i guess i gotta go yeah. i gotta go to this show i guess like you see a flyer for it at the supermarket amongst the like help wanted ads <laughs> 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 which is my actual favorite thing about living in like a wrestling city is that sometimes i'll be in the supermarket <laughs> and you'll just see this little tiny index card that's like live wrestling this friday and i'm like well all right let's go <laughs> Hello, heroes, and welcome to the mid-roll. Heroes, first of all, if you are enjoying what you are hearing with doing the job, there are a couple of ways you can get your hands on it. The first way is to go to jeffstormer.itch.io and buy the game directly from Jeff. 
it's a PDF that's all set up for you to be able to, to play and use a standard deck of cards like any Descendant from the Queen game, and you too can have an experience like this amazing wrestling story that we're getting uh, built up here. The other thing that you can do is you can become a member of the OneShot Patreon. That's right, Doing the Job is actually the book club offering for the month of February. The book club is one of the perks you get at the $15 or higher a month level. You get a free PDF from a game designer, and I'm the one who who curates those and contacts those people, and it's every month you just get a PDF. You get things from small companies, from big companies. It's a huge, huge selection, and I try to do my best to either tie them into a theme of the month or, in this case, to the game that you are listening to right now now. Well, that you have listened to just a minute or so ago and that you're going to listen to again in a second. Anyway, supporting the Patreon is the reason we can do all of this, especially right now. So as you know, James and Mel are out taking care of Project Falcon. They are not doing a lot of the things that they would be doing for money like, you know, all new parents are. So I'm able to do this because One Shot is paying me to do this. The performers who are all filling in for these episodes, they all got compensated as well. So every one of these fill-in series, they got paid. They can do that. We can actually support performers taking their time out of their schedules to record a one-shot with money because of this Patreon. It literally makes all of this possible. So there are way more tiers than just the $15 one. That'll get you this game. But there's a lot that's available. There's the Secret Archive. It, it's really one of the best Patreons that I support. I get paid by the company, and I still support it. So, to that end, one of the perks that is available as being part of the Patreon is that James will read some thank yous. He did take some time out of his Project Falcon rearing schedule to do some of those right now. Let's get to him. Margaret Boyle, thank you. Alia Ounce, thank you so much. Marsha Moores, thank you very much. Brett Raleigh, thank you. Eliza Hiller, thank you so much. Danielle Childress, thank you. John, thank you very much. Matthew Universe, thank you. Karen Loretta, thank you very much. Julius the Burb Nurb, thank you. Dustin Denny, thank you so much. Ricky Arturo, thank you very much. Schlons, thank you. Dirty Stocks, thank you so much. Parachute Cannon, thank you. Alex Indigo, thank you very much. Optim Pegasus, thank you. Philip Wilking, thank you so much. Catherine Finn, thank you very much. Regina Chang, thank you so much. Arlo Lee, thank you. Christina Kovar, thank you so much. Soul, thank you. Ben Turner, thank you very much. And True Crocker, Thank you. Thanks again to everyone who supports us on Patreon. We wouldn't be able to make these shows without you. And now with all of that out of the way, let's get back to the show. All right. My ne- the next question is for me. Who owes you money? What for? And why haven't they paid you back? Oh, frick. Mm. Mm. I think I want to say... Uh, I'm going to break this question a little bit. I want to say it's everybody. I think it's everybody. (laughs) Okay. uh, But, like, not a lot. It's literally, like, it is 
so and I think what I think it kind of it, this tells me a little bit about like my my gimmick and the gimmick that I've kind of uh, gravitated to. I think it's kind of a kind of a joke on myself of like I'm the guy I'm kind of a a, a little I, I I'm kind of a little bit of a doormat like if you need five well if you need like 10 bucks to like uh, <laughs> patch up a piece of gear or you need a ride to the airport like I just I just do a lot of those little things and <laughs> like you've covered dinner like way too many times and yeah, everyone right. keeps like, forgetting to Venmo you I, at the like, end and so it just kind of <laughs> and like it'll be like if you need a ride like I kind of just I'm kind of give you and eventually like the joke became that these things were all my job like i'm a delivery driver slash waiter <laughs> slash like all like and, and so like it's just it is a history of everyone here has little tiny like that owes me some kind of a favor and i they haven't paid mm-hmm. me back just because like i haven't really asked for it because like just kind of like haven't found the opportunity oh. to say hey like you owe me <laughs> Which makes the fact that I went behind God Garfield's back really fucked up. Like, like I really like deeply fucked up. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's okay. She owes you for taking her to the to the airport so she could go with yeah, her like, long distance girlfriend said, once. I could have just she said, didn't like, take hey, a lift. She called you. We like rework this, but I like directly. Like, I we never talked. <laughs> yeah, weird. Quick question. Fabi, is it is it God Garfield or is it God oh, Garfield? Gottfield. Got it. it. It's Gottfield. Ah, uh, okay. Gottfield. Got the, it. The God Garfield. Gottfield. Hell yeah. yeah. Got it. Or you can just call her Gabriella Darkness. Yeah, I love that. Way. I love that. Like <laughs> Gothfield owes me owed like owed me a favor, and I could have like the two of us could have talked, and I could have just gone to her and said like, "Hey, yeah. would you mind if we we re- we re- uh, rework this because I really want to work with Ta Mac?" And instead, I completely like went behind your back. <laughs> that mm-hmm. she was said yes. I'm like oh yeah, it does conflict avoidance goes hard? The backbone. Mm-hmm. you gotta cash in some favors my god next question is for fabi you knew the champion before they were a wrestler how have they changed for better or for worse Mm. i think the champion is like a relative of mine i'm gonna gonna say Mm. maybe like my aunt or something like that yeah she's my aunt and i like i knew her all my life she's the reason i started wrestling she was, like, one of the first people I told about my transition. She, like, supported me. She doesn't understand my current gimmick, but she support, she's supportive. Uh, she's like, oh, like, that cartoon character, but but you're a girl. Cool. I, I guess I can see it. And I think they've just... She's just gotten kinder and, like... She, she's, she's gotten softer in a way. She knows she's near the end. She doesn't fight... Like she doesn't fight management at all. She she knows she's like at the end of her, her career. She kind of just wants to do a couple matches and retire, and like take it easy. I love that. I love that. I love that. I also love that because that means that because, uh, let's codify and say that Preston is he, she, they pronouns. I think that works. I cool. love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. That means that they are like somebody that that ties really nicely into the idea that she was like hard on the idea of like gimmick is everything so when he heard you say i'm i'm garfield but goth like like they just kind of went yeah okay if the crowd loves it you 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 go with it like (laughs) there's a there's a real kind of performance energy in that that i sort of love Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
that sort of consummate performer of like, look, we're putting on a show. Like, I don't have to understand what what you're doing here. If the crowd is responding, like, that's not my job to say if it's good mm-hmm. or not. If it pops, mm-hmm. it pops. Yeah, right. Like a pop is a pop is a pop. Like you, we, you, you know, the, we're we, we're we're putting on a show for them. Like you find what works and run with it. Mm-hmm. I love that. That 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 is an intro. Uh, this is good. I love this game. This game's making me real happy. <laughs> <laughs> Jess, next question. You're working hurt tonight. Why haven't you told anyone? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think. Yikes. I'm trying to think. It's a sh- it's a shoe injury. It's one of those mm. things where like um, Peach has like got a new pair of boots, but like hadn't broken them in right. Like got them like way too recently to the mm. match, but was like dedicated to like tr- trying them out for a day or two during practices and just bl- blistered to hell. Like it is oh, obliterated. No. So like like every step, every climb is like. It is not great, but it's also oh, not no. the worst. It's like not the worst thing ever, but it is like it's like a, a tight, tight smiles behind the cloud makeup of just like mm, it's just for tonight. It's just for tonight. We get the week off after this. It's 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 one of those like silly mistakes, and that's like a big reason why she's not telling anyone about it. Yeah, is because yeah, yeah. it's just embarrassing. Like you should know better. You should break them in better than this. Come on. I love that. I really adore that. Like I and I I yeah, it's such a that's such a small thing, right? Like it's it's that that's great. I I really love that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of small things, are these like normal wrestling boots or are they clown boots? I <laughs> or are they a I, weird hybrid? <laughs> I think I think they might be like a custom order. Like they they might be like I think they're modified like clown shoes. Mm. Like they found like a really like sleek like brightly colored set of clown shoes. They like co- like contacted somebody to like get some like ankle support into so that way they could like do have some mobility without worrying about them falling off. But because they're clown shoes, they're still like pretty stiff in the sole and like the, mm-hmm. the overall like toe construction is like too hard for what they need to be. And so it is it's a it's a it's a very it's a very patchwork job. But um Yeah. Like way too solid. <laughs> I ask because I am in love with the idea of Peaches going up to the top rope on <laughs> clown, clown shoes, <laughs> but also yeah, like it's a great missing. <laughs> yeah, like just painfully climbing up in clown shoes ribs. Just like I just because I love like I think it's because it's really striking in like the after like the the like promotional photographs they take like in the middle mm. of a moonsault these like beautiful brightly colored mm-hmm. shoes. Yeah. Ugh, like, it's all about, like, the final result, but oof, ah, oof, oof, yeah. ah, the blistering. I imagine, I'd imagine, uh, Peaches does, like, killer step up in Siguri with those. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Like, just looks beautiful. But, ooh, it's killer to break a yeah, man. Yeah, that's gonna hurt today, though. That's gonna hurt, to, that's gonna hurt on this show. Uh-huh. <sighs> that's Gosh. great. Next question is for Taylor. Who here helped you get this job? How are you going to repay them? Gosh, I think Peaches helped. Mm-hmm. Because I think Peaches got T.A. Mac his first first job, like, period. Oh, wow. And it was in RCW. Like, this is a, uh, like, big, this is a, I don't think T.A. Mac's, like, a big star on whatever this, like, TV promotion is. Like, he's definitely on their, like, developmental undercard, midcard kind of roster. But it's still very much the energy of, like, TV star returning to the venue that he debuted in. And so, like, leading up to this fight, like, 
you know, we, we've had this, like, we've set up this feud, uh, Jess, between mm-hmm. Peaches and TA Mac. And, like, I think on Twitter we've been, like, doing a lot of promo videos against each other of like all all the time there's like yeah. rude photoshop edits there's like really dramatic <laughs> dramatic meme formats going uh, on yep. between the two the, of us the the most indie wrestling thing which is to say a pro, like several promos in the in a car seat <laughs> you know where indie wrestlers got promos yeah and i think that i think that to repay repay you it's it's not like a an explicit repayment but it's like an mm. homage I think T.A. Mack cuts a promo that is almost word for word the promo that Peaches cut like seven years ago on the debut show where Peaches was like, I think Peaches was feuding with a different wrestler, like maybe Mm -hmm. even Freelance Freddy or Gabriella. Like this was another match for you. And you were like cutting this promo of like, and I've got this guy who's going to come in and you know what? He's a little, mm, but... (laughs) So T.A. Mack cuts this promo that's like word for word, reference by reference, line by line, the promo that you cut seven years ago. And it like goes viral. Uh, And people like, I feel like the wrestling blogs cut, like do this giant like word for word analysis of all of these. And it gets, it gets Peaches like really hype and really over with people who had never ever heard of you before. Mm-hmm. I adore that. I also adore the idea of the of the of the two of us just like in DMs being like, it's going great. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I yeah. love the I love the idea of all of that. Oh, perfection. My next question is when's the last time you slept in your own bed? I think it's actually I think so 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 I'm gonna take this in an interesting direction. Mm-hmm. Um I think, and this this ties really nicely into the idea that, like, I don't think I'm going to cross paths with TA again. Mm. I don't, like, I like my job. Like, mm-hmm. and, and there's, like, there's a joke in that, right, of the freelance, like, gig economy wrestler. Like, I have, like, a steady job. Like, I'm, like, an architect. Mm-hmm. Like, I realist, and so, like, in my mind, I'm, like, I'm not trying to get to whatever like tv contract or whatever like this is a weekend hobby for me like i'm not going further than this Mm -hmm. and like ta and i like you and i have built something really special together and the fact that you're leaving it i'm just like it sucks it hurts like it breaks my heart but like you want something different from your career than me and like I'm going to go to work. T- like, I'm going to go to work tomorrow. Like, mm-hmm. this is the thing that I tell my coworkers and they laugh and they're like, that's a really cool hobby. And I'm like, it is. It is a really cool, fun thing. But like, that means that you're going to that means that you're going to leave. And you're also not the first person in my life that has left for 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 greener pastures. Like, and I've kind of come to accept that. And so, like, mm. there is a sense that, like, there is. There is a ceiling for me because I have a life that I'm not leave I'm not willing to leave behind for professional wrestling at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like and that means that there is a definite ceiling in where I'm going. Like I will never I will never be higher than a certain point because like I've yeah. I've set my own limit and that means that like when I see somebody really like going to that next level, it means that I it it means that that is saying goodbye and like I have made my peace with that. If you're cool with this, I kind of almost want to pitch real life heat between TA Mac and Freelance Freddy. Because, like, I imagine Freelance Freddy is, like, living a decently cushy life. And TA Mac is, like, hustling on TV. But 
I still think that you make more money than I do and have better health care through your architecture firm and like have have the ability to like have a family if you chose to do it. But like TMX, like I'm busting my butt and I'm here at this promotion and I don't know if I'll have a contract when I go back to the East Coast. And like I think that that's very infuriating given what Freelance Freddy has now done to Gabriella because yeah. it's like you you know you're doing this as a hobby and still you have like the privilege that you have to be like no I'm this weekend warrior I'm not losing to goth Garfield or whatever like how disrespectful that is which parting the curtain inside baseball Jeff I love the angle that you've presented here I <laughs> I Taylor want you to continue with that T.A. Mac hates it. Oh, yeah. T.A. Mac yeah, despises yeah. it. Disgusting. <laughs> I love I love that so much. And I love that, like, yeah, I, I love the, what, what that says about... It also really puts an interesting angle on the idea that, like, Freddy has, like, made... Like, it kind of puts into perspective, like, what... Like, there's almost a level of, like... It's not necessarily conflict being conflict-averse as much as it is just, like kind of an apathy of like mm. yeah i don't i don't need the i don't need that 20 dollars back like you know what i mean like i don't mm-hmm. i don't need like whatever like it doesn't matter mm-hmm. and like that probably like that i jeff hate that deeply <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i find it to be like the most compelling it's so like it's so good of like that sense of like none of this none of this really matters so like whatever Mm. like there's a sort of apathy there that is super super compelling to me Mm -hmm. i love it i love it so much uh next question is for fabby you got into a wild escapade with the champion a few years back what happened my uncle slash aunt presto changeo when i think when when i i started transitioning they were like Okay, I'm gonna help you out. We're we're gonna we're, we're gonna go out. We're gonna do things so, so that you feel comfortable and you're you're comfortable presenting and stuff. But we got into a fight mm. with Ooh. some some bigots, and they didn't know that both of us were athletes, and we're, <laughs> you know we know how to, we know how to throw a punch. So we ended up being up like five or six guys, just uh, me and them. And it kind of made the papers, mm. and and like we both suffer a little heat because of that, but but everything's okay. Everything still reminded like that's what made me go. I'm here for whatever Presto wants, and like Presto put me on the show, right? Mm. The original idea was for me to be eliminated by them, and it's like that's not gonna happen now. Can I make a? Can I throw out a suggestion? Yeah. I, I think that if you're cool with this, like, I want to, I think that it maybe almost, like, that story almost helped your, your reputation as a wrestler, right? Like, I'm thinking mm-hmm. of, yeah, thinking of, like, real-life wrestling story of, specifically of, like, real-life wrestling stories of people that, like, got into fist fights and won, like, mm-hmm. that, that idea that, like, oh, oh, uh, uh, you can actually, like, Gabriella can actually, like, handle herself, like, don't fuck with Gabriella, and, like, I think that had I not gotten the result overturned, mm-hmm. you were going deep in this tournament. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't think I was going to finals, but I, 
I was going to I was going to set up Presto, right? Yeah. Maybe like quarterfinals. And it's like a big emotional, they talking, they break kayfabe and com they were gonna break kayfabe and commentary about our relationship as family. It was gonna be like big and tearful and it just didn't happen. That's uh, like uh, damn, like messed up. Yeah. Wow, that's that's that rips. That kicks so much ass. I have an important, unimportant question about this fight. Did the two of you thigh slap during the battle? Yes. Well, of course. <laughs> it's, the, it's the most yeah. important part. Mm-hmm. Good, good make, make it look real. <laughs> you gotta make it she sound says real. That she's literally choking out a man. <laughs> All right, next question's for Jess. You've wrestled the champion before. What went wrong last time? Well, as, oh, no, as, tell us I what think went as, wrong in well, the battle between Cloud and Magician. <laughs> I, I, this was really a match for the kids, I think. This was like a peak, this was like a gimmick to gimmick battle. Like, the crowd was loving it. It was super funny, lots of laughs, a lot of like very like animated comedic movements, a lot of like silly misses, a lot of like over exaggerations to like very small moves. I think there was a, I think it's, there was a spot that went wrong actually. I think because our costumes at the time like weren't weren't like sleek enough. I think I think it was a, it was a period where like Presto and Peaches like both both had like a little too much going on, especially to be fighting each other like costume wise, like a, a little too many bells and whistles. I think there was a spot that went that went a little bit wrong. I'm, I'm sorry one of to the- interrupt, but. Those were literal bells and whistles, right? Correct. Correct. <laughs> literal <laughs> bells and whistles. There was a lot. There's a lot of bells and whistles. It was a very noisy match. Um, but I think, yeah, I think they like went to do um, went to do a move, which I can't remember any of the names of two people moves anymore. What the fuck? Um, but they went to do a move, and I think they got got tangled up in each other. And um, I think Peaches got like injured and had to like go out for a while from it like no bad blood but it was just like after that like their costumes completely changed like in the following month afterwards because it was they realized like the hazard very like immediately after that match can can i ask you a follow-up question Mm -hmm. have you spoken to worked with like interacted with preston since then i don't i think maybe in a tag match but like as as tag team partners Mm. Um, I think I think they stopped. They like talked about it and like didn't want to get booked against each other for a while, mostly because it would also be like really weird commentary to go through. Like they didn't want they they wanted to give it some time so people like wouldn't bring it up in commentary a lot about sure, sure about sure. about the shoot. So they mostly just like did did funny promo bits and like occasionally were like in tag matches like as partners, but not really. They didn't like get booked against each other uh, again after that. Really, I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, next question for Taylor. The champion recommended you for this show. Do you feel like you deserve the opportunity? Absolutely. I deserve this opportunity. Are you kidding me? (laughs) For the work that I put in day in and day out, I made this promotion. You might think that Letitia Chains, the Queen of Pain, made this promotion, but this is all me. This is my shot. And you know what? At the end of this match, people are going to be chanting, T.A. Mac. T.A. Mac, like they always do. Because guess what? I'm the Lavender Panic, and y'all are just scared of me. Damn. Put it on our shirt! <laughs> <laughs> damn, damn. Yeah, all right, I, got no, I have no questions. Next question for me. Master for promo. <laughs> Who did I let down tonight by being at the show? Ooh. 
I have a suggestion if you didn't have anything. Please, yeah, hit me. Is it like maybe not your kid, but like maybe your your niece or nephew or like a, a little kid that you're kind of in the life of birthday and you you didn't make it. Oh yeah, 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 hundred percent. And and like, like your godson or something. I love it being like a yeah, like a godson, like a. I think that's a, that's perfect. I also love that like. I don't like Freddy. I'm not y'all. I'm not liking. I'm not liking Freddy. But like perfection. I think that there was an element of like Freddy. Like was pretty upfront about it. Like and you know like was pretty upfront about like I'm booked that day. Like I I'm I'm sorry. Like I'd love to be there. Like I and bought a gift and like mm-hmm. you oh, know geez. like handed off a gift. But was like look I'm booked that day. Like I've got an appointment. It's an important thing. People are counting on me. Like I can't. I can't make that like I can't make it this time like I'll be there for I'll be there next time but like you know I, this is I'm here I'm here and I, I've, I've got a job to do so I'm not like I can't I can't change that I can't move that around like this is where I have to be today and like huh. just, just kind of brushed that off uh, uh, in a way that sucks but you know what that is how it is uh, which means what a real life heal real life I l- I love to hate Freddy. <laughs> I, I Freddy, I love yeah, Freddy, I love that Freddy backstage is is just awful. And that on stage is like a wacky like, I got a pizza. Oh, oh man, your Uber just pulled up. Oh honk honk. <laughs> it's just backstage just awful. Uh, I can't believe what a funny gimmick for a guy whose real life gimmick is just like I'm a s I'm a suit bitch. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't need this. Oh, I got an Uber. They're like, I have the gig economy. The gig economy. Jeez. I actually, I'm actually, I have a work conference next week. I'm gonna be, uh, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be in Tahoe the whole week. It's, uh, you know, it's. I'm giving a keynote. It's gonna be great. It's a big opportunity. For me. I, uh, I can't, I can't believe we're gonna have to watch Freelance Freddy get canceled on Twitter when everyone finds out. Jeez. T.A. Yeah. Max in his, like, fifth squash, squash of the season on TV, and he's like, listen, I'm on TV, but that guy, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn. <laughs> you're, you're, oh, T.A. is doing, T.A. is doing, like, the worst wrestling podcasts where it's, like mm-hmm. the like the like the the interview shows, and I'm doing <laughs> yeah, I'm doing business podcasts. Yeah, about unlocking your potential. You're like, you're like doing conferences, like you're going to talks, like you, yeah. you're, you're, you're getting yeah, like you, your dinners you, paid for at networking events. You do talks about architecture and wrestling, and like you know one thing, the other one, eh? But like you pretend like yeah, no, I'm a star of both. I uh, yeah. <laughs> I blazed my way through architecture, and I used that same knowledge to blaze my way through wrestling. You know, you you find you find inspiration in architecture in some pretty unusual places. Like, let me talk to you about a thing called professional wrestling. <laughs> there are structures are important to our lives and to our buildings, and I think uh, if we emulated the structures of wrestling rings, then uh, we could build better homes. <laughs> Damn. It. Tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel in his office at the architecture firm, he has a huge picture of him like doing a move. Oh, absolutely, because that's how he. Mm-hmm. That's how. That's yeah. how you. That's how you start the conversation. People walk yeah. in, and they're like, "Oh, wow, is that's that you?" Like, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, that's me. I'm suplex. <laughs> it's just my little. It's just my little thing I do on the side. You know. Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> I hate this man. I don't like to bring it up. <laughs> 
Uh, all right. Uh, next question is for Fabi. What does the career of the Queen of Pain, Leticia Chase, means to you? I think it means to her her life because just press the change like always told her about Leticia Chains and like like introduced her to her and it's like here this is a way showed her a pathway of like this is how you can have like a big great local career like Leticia Leticia Chains never made it to to TV but she's been here for 35 years putting on shows mm -hmm. everyone in the area loves her and it's like For for Gabriela, this is like the roadmap to what she wants her life to be. That's sick. That's 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 apps. That's kids. So good. Mm -hmm. uh, and I also love. I I I love then that that really tells uh, a lot about like why Preston was picked as like l the winner of the tournament. If 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 she and Letitia have like this long have like a history together, mm -hmm. like like there's a real like I'm kind of handing you this mantle and like. Mm. It's really interesting, like, the the idea, like, just, just the name, the Queen of Pain, right? Like, it's really interesting that she's handing this mantle to somebody with a magician gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it speaks it speaks volumes to, like, who Preston is, that he is the mm -hmm. one that, 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 like, how 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 tough they really are and, like, how respected he really is that, like, that, that that's who is getting this, this ultimate push of like this is the person I'm kind of handing my legacy to in a certain mm. sense. That's sick. That's sick. Nice. Next question for Jess. Who here did you drive to the show with? How do you feel about them? <laughs> May I make a suggestion? Yes, of course. Is it for did I give you a ride <laughs> to the show? I the thing is, I think it would be really cool if I gave you the ride. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah, that's like great. this time. This time I picked you up. I think that's great. <laughs> I really love the idea of like outside of outside of wrestling, like like backstage and like in in like practicing and stuff. I love the idea of Peaches and Freddie like talking talking a bit about like talking through things and like trying to like get us get like a a sense for each other, and just like every once in a while they'll just like talk about something that they, that they're doing in the business and it'll just be like. Why didn't you just Why didn't you just talk to them, bud? <laughs> like, like I love I love the idea that like their drive to the show is Peaches like trying to talk to Freddie about like you know you could have just you know you could have just told Gothfield about like your your plot desires like like she's super cool like you can work through creative like that like it happens all the time like I know two other people like in this match did that. <laughs> like I love the oh, idea oh. of them just like being like a little like a like fr frank but intimate like in like in like casual discussions of stuff like this like on the drive over. I I love that and I I I love that there is this like that like there is this this particular sort of not evasion that happens like when 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 you get like that but it's this sense of of like his experiences are so tied to the corporate world where it's like Yeah, but like if I do that, then I'm kind of showing that like I'm 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 manipulatable. Like it's kind of you know, <laughs> like is like and is is answering up completely honestly. But like there's this element of us having this conversation where it is clear that like we are speaking different language. Like, like of course, mm. like I th I think it's like Fre Freddie's background is like super like corporate planned out, like very like like architectural and like the behaviors and like everything has like a, like the, the cause and effects are already planned out you've got to do things these ways etc but like 
but like peaches is super like community emotion based like been 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 like with everyone for years like very like on the ground of that trying to like interpersonally like work through things so i love that the idea of them like trying to talk it through together and like not just not quite not quite getting there mm-hmm. but like the, the the baby steps like the little seeds are getting planted on their drive over to this event I love it. I think that's that's fantastic. That's so good. Like mm-hmm. such a good yeah. And like that that it's that sense of like when you try to talk to someone in that world and like not in a way that like you're both you're both trying your best to speak to like you're both trying your best to like understand the experiences, but there are just moments where you're like, yeah, that's not how it works. On that's not mm-hmm. how it works. That's not how it works on my end of the lake. <laughs> This episode of One Shot uses music from the following artists. Sidewinder by Fillmore. Jester's Ball by Cast of Characters. Overcast by Tiger Gang. And both Big Wave and Stonehouse by Ian Koloski. This episode of One Shot was edited and sound designed by Tracy Barnett. You can find more of their work anywhere online at The Other Tracy. That's it for One Shot this week, but don't worry, next week we'll be back with part two of our series of Doing the Job. Here's a quick announcement, I forgot to put this in the mid-roll. Starting on February 15th, I am going to have a live uh, streaming series, a seven-episode series running on the One Shot Twitch channel. It's twitch.tv slash one-shot-rpg, and we are going to be playing Iron Edge Reforged. Now, a few months back, there was a sample of Iron Edda Reforged here on the OneShot feed, and as part of the OneShot network, my own podcast, Iron Edda Reforged uh, Puppet Strings, features Jeff Stormer, who you heard today, B. Zelda and Alex Flanagan and me co-designing, playtesting my game, Iron Edda Reforged. The live series... Uh, is going to have uh, audio that will go on the podcast feed as well, but we're primarily doing this on Twitch. And it features three people that I'm super duper excited to play with. The first is Big Bees, who you will definitely remember from when he was on the Price of Coal series here on One Shot. Bees Zelda, formerly of the Broadswords. And Danny, notable, just cuddly, lovable internet presence and the community manager for Roll20, also known as Brutal Dan. That series is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be at 9.30 a.m. Eastern every Tuesday for seven weeks starting on February 15th. I really hope you take the time to tune in. We would love to have you watching. And if you don't catch it live, you're going to be able to hear the audio of it on the Iron Editor Reforged podcast feed. There's more stuff coming for that feed. I'll talk about that probably in a later mid-roll. Anyway... The call to action this week is a simple one. The Voting Rights Act needs to pass. We know this. It's been months and years without it. But it's Black History Month. And if there is a group in America that has been traditionally oppressed and denied the right to vote, it is black Americans. And that needs to change. It may seem like it's the same thing we're kind of asking you to do every week, but it can still be effective. So call your representatives 
and encourage them to support this legislation. It needs to get through. This needs to change. Everyone needs to have equal access and easy access to vote. It's a fundamental right, and it needs to happen. I really hope that you will take the time to make some calls this week. Thanks, heroes. And now we're going to have James take us on out. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.